Welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My oh name dear. My name is Christian Duran, the <laughs> Senior Vice President of the Oh Dear Podcast. Just in case anybody forgot over this quarantine uh, holiday that we're having. Uh, I'd like you to walk... I, I, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just welcoming myself. Forget your welcome. <laughs> I don't need these shitty Christian Duran introductions. <laughs> I was about to introduce you guys. <laughs> no, I'm impatient. I'm Brian. I would still like to be introduced. <laughs> uh, right. Head intern of this, <laughs> the Oh Dear podcast, Nick Whitmer, yes. everybody. Oh, in the Whitmer, house. Whitmer is our CTO, Chief Technology Officer, <laughs> <laughs> which is how you know we're fucked. <laughs> yes, it's true. This is how I knew Christian and I, this is how lazy Christian and I are in the studio that we would record in before, obviously, the quarantine has made that impossible. But in the studio we were recording, Christian and I would let Wit do with all the <laughs> of and that control board. That's and Wimmer is notoriously bad with technology and also actively hates it. So we're yeah. just not only lazy, we're also a little bit assholes for putting our friend through that. That's true. I would say I'm not bad at it. I'm just incredibly impatient. And the second it stops working, I just question the need of it to exist. <laughs> like, I only want it if it works every time. If it doesn't work, I think it was it's a waste of our time. Yeah, but wait, you'll do that with technology like the tire or the wheel or something like yeah, I just want. I just want whatever. Fucking works wheel is overrated. Yeah, fuck that wheel, man. Like to me, when you tell me, like, if you sell me an iPhone, you tell me I can use it in all the ways you say I can use it, and then the second it doesn't work, I'm like, oh well, then I can destroy it then because the purpose <laughs> of it. You know, if you created something that had a purpose, like yeah. it just. If you created a, 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 a bedside table here and it had a drawer and you created that drawer to put shit in, well, if if 20% of the time I tried to open up the door, the drawer, it just fell <laughs> apart, you'd be like, there's no reason for this. Let's just like get rid of it. Throw it away. Yeah. Wh- First off, that's a high hit rate. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But that's Wh- what I feel like sometimes with like technology. Wait, you also need your technology. Like you want buttons for each thing that it does. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. You like yeah. you want your technology you want your MacBook to be like an old person's phone. You know <laughs> or, or has not like the police is a button for itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, uh, we might as well throw your iPhone away and just buy you a jitterbug at this point. <laughs> you remember that phone, the jitterbug? Dude. That is a TV phone that is marketed to old people. I remember it uh, because it was first off, it's called the jitterbug, which is already an old yeah. timey term. Yeah, it's the only it's, phone that had a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's a separate, the jingle, the jitterbug. That's the not jitterbug. the phone. That's, no, that's just, a song. I know, but like, no, like iPhone doesn't have that. Or it's <laughs> Galaxy S or whatever. Yeah, but Jitterbug, it literally is marketed as designed with seniors in mind. Oh, and they now have iPhone versions or iPhone-ish versions. Wait, do you think it would be a good purchase for you? Honestly. Um, I feel like they're probably pretty slow. The ironic thing about – this is what's so stupid about like cell phone plans and stuff is that if you use your phone a lot, they the, the company slows your phone down. Yeah. So like every grandmother who has like 5G and never uses it has the fastest phone <laughs> and she doesn't even fucking need it. Yeah. She doesn't need it. 
give her my phone and let her run on the fucking limited speed and give me the I'm the one who uses it all day. Give me the fucking speed. Yeah, I know she there she watches one YouTube video when her granddaughter helps her yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. never again. Yeah, I like exactly. picturing Wit stewing on the bus looking at an old lady with her iPhone. <laughs> that freaking bitch dude with that look at that, those broadband times. The, the jitterbug, I have it pulled up. There are, so there's n- enormous buttons for each number, of course. But then the other <laughs> four buttons on it are as follows. And this is for the flip phone version, which they're still offering, which I've considered maybe, you know, a flip phone, not the worst idea. But um, the other two buttons are speaker, yes, no, and then my favorite on slash off. There is an on off button on the keyboard. Solid. I feel like flip phones might be making a bit of a comeback as far as like young people uh, wanting to buy them. Like even I'm like, should I get a flip phone? Am I too intoxicated by the phone? Dude, I was I was watching um, The Departed the other day, and like it was it came out in 2005, so everybody in the movie has a flip phone. And there's something so satisfying about like the flip up, the answer the phone, <laughs> flip down, flip up the text. It's just like yeah. there's something really satisfying about it. And I really miss it to a degree. I yeah. just can't go back to T9 texting at this point. No, that's the like, main oh. thing. I'm just too embedded in this real shit. But if you found a way to do like a flip phone that, you know, doesn't suck. Well, I mean, it doesn't need to flip. I just maybe need it to only call in text and have shitty but usable Wi-Fi, like functionable if I for check life. email or yeah, an email. How about that? How about that? Those so four it's, things. It, it's it's calling, it's texting, it's email, and it's maybe Google. Yeah, like you can I've, Google something and like you know, and then you probably need maps too, right? Shit, now we're, yeah, now we're you got to get maps. That's that's a big you, well, one. you need Instagram. And, and then you, uh, <laughs> you also need, you need, your, you need your music on there. Yeah. 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 And I need that game Go Bubbles. I need my Go yeah. Bubbles video game. And, uh, <laughs> every picture you've taken since 2011, that's, that's generally right. needed on there. Yeah. I wish there was a yeah. phone like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. We just invented a trillion dollar idea. Uh, that's funny. But you can have like, I, I remember towards the end of like flip phones, I had like the sliding phone where it has the mm-hmm. keypad like, on the thing and you slide it and then you text with your thumbs. As opposed, to, well, obviously you talk with text with. Did your you thumbs. have the juke where like it like did like a one hundred like the flip is like this no. flip that goes it's like a clam. Yeah. But the juke was the one that it 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 was a thin strip and it, it rotated. Like spun up. Yeah, yeah, it kind of did that, and then you could hold it like horizontally, and then uh, type that way as opposed to uh, your thumbs like playing thumb, fucking thumb war against each other trying to type. You know what I mean? Right. On like the flip phone. A flip does make you feel important. Like answering a call like, yeah, yeah you got Whitmer, you got Nick here. Like that just is better. There's a classic Seinfeld bit about how modern phones aren't as fun to hang up as old phones. 
and mm. he does the act out of like slamming a phone and then yeah. hanging up on someone angrily going, I never want to talk to you again. And then doing that delicate. <laughs> it's a great yeah, joke. It's a great joke. He's like, yeah, you do the thing. He's like, I like the, the um, iPhones where you flick. And he's like, I just feel like an old gay prince. <laughs> Man, I, um, I don't know if I have coronavirus or if it's just the fact that I've done nothing but drink alcohol and eat garbage for the last <laughs> 12 days. Oh, no. But today, in particular, I just don't feel that great. Yeah. But I've been drinking, like, so much. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just, like, at, right around, like, 6 or 7 p.m. every night, I get this restlessness of, like, what the fuck? I need to do something. And then for some reason, like, drinking, like takes the edge off or like it makes me feel like I'm doing something. Yeah. So like it it's so like I drink every night while watching like a movie or watching a show or something like that. So like it's literally been like every night for the last God, it's gotta be like seven or eight days I've drank. Do you like watching stuff while drinking? Like getting drunk and what? Do you, I don't know if you get drunk, wait, or I I don't really get drunk. I don't. I, I my tolerance is too high, and I'm drinking beer, so beer doesn't. Beer just takes ridiculous amounts to get me drunk, drunk. But I mean, obviously, like you have a few beers and you you get a little bit loose. I mean, honestly, it's not something I do. Excuse me, I'm not sounding like it's something I ever did regularly before this. It's just now I just feel like I just have nothing to do. Yeah. It's almost like all of your purpose has been taken away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which is, <laughs> I drink uh, I drink more, definitely, but it's more like, I don't know, you know, uh, definitely drink earlier, like four or five o'clock. Like yeah, the day starts you, feeling done and then you're like, well, now it's time to have a drink. Yeah, but you and you and Natasha are drinking that bougie wine, man. You're drinking. <laughs> We're drinking the drinking finest like fucking seven percent IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna get to the point where he's like, "You're drinking like paint thinner or the shit from." Yeah, uh, yeah. You're drinking the shit Joaquin Phoenix was drinking in the Master. <laughs> What's that behind that? What's that? He was drinking just. They were drinking like a like a hooch. Yeah, ship oil. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh um, man! But yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I it, I was actually thinking about you with the other, today because like I'm I'm working and stuff. You were. And <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Ta- I didn't reach out, but, <laughs> but just no. I was thinking, well, because I'm I'm still working and like Brett's in Maine, like doing demo and stuff. And I was like, oh, what? I, not to be like a doucher, and but I was like, man, what's like? Just the only thing you can do is just sit around. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's all <laughs> I can do. And like, uh, I, it's like the last two days have been so nice out too, and it's like I, know. I can't I can't really like I walked the dog a couple times, but. Even then, it's just like I went to the grocery store yesterday. That felt like something. Uh, I don't know. It just it just sucks. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to write like in this time for some reason. Yeah, me and Brett were talking about it. Uh, maybe we talked about it last week too on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, we had a great off mic conversation, Christian. <laughs> Go on, Whitmer. <laughs> yeah, that's usually reserved for just me and Christian. I don't know. <laughs> 
Dude, this is how petty and pathetic Ravolds are. We're literally competitive about our friendships. <laughs> every Ravold is a sociopath and that we all want every person we know to consider us their best friend and us to be like, yeah, we're cool. It's pretty funny that Brad was like, hey, Christian, me and Wit had a nice conversation off mic. <laughs> you know what? I thought the... I, I, I thought that because like um, oh, dude, Christian is seething with jealousy. Go on, Chris. Sorry. No, I, <laughs> I thought this like interesting thing about the, the Rables because you called me earlier. We were trying to podcast a little bit earlier and Brett couldn't do it. So he called me to let me know. And then literally moments later, I get a FaceTime from Jordan. So I thought like <laughs> I thought there was something going on where Brett was like, he's there. He's, he'll pick up. <laughs> and Jordan called immediately. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing that thing we're like what are you up to friday and you're like uh nothing and they're like perfect i'm having an event you exactly have to to. <laughs> you're like fuck that's hilarious i text jordan he just answered my call <laughs> well every time i call christian the thing i see picture him doing is going seeing the name just whoever doesn't matter his name but just going, uh, what's up, man? <laughs> just, uh, that that's, like, a little, oh, that's a little I'm accurate. not a bill collector, you dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of, there, it's either, uh, or what's this going to be? Or <laughs> and, and every time I, Christian answers the phone, I'm like, shit, I got to hurry. I, I got to go quick with it. <laughs> it's just short. You like, come yeah. in with like an index card full of notes, <laughs> bullet points. I didn't know I had to elevator pitch my conversation with you. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Christian, talk about our wit. What was this amazing, illustrious, memorable conversation we were having without Christian? <laughs> uh, we we're just talking about how it's it's really hard to write during this time because it's like there's no immediate stand-up so like it just feels like you're studying for a test that doesn't exist it just feels yeah. like you're you're right. just like work you're just like it's just really challenging to like get the ideas down and out and stuff without like the next part of it which is the try it so it just seems kind of it's it's never seemed more like a hobby than now you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, just like, and I'm boy, did it seem like a hobby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just writing these uh, these little cute anecdotes in my notebook. It's like, what are you fucking doing, you weirdo? Like, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's getting. Uh, I mean, people have been like FaceTiming whenever I talk to somebody or whatever through FaceTime or whatever. People are like, "Oh, you're gonna have like." you got to have so much material. You got, you got to be getting so much material out of this. I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of boring. actually. Yeah, you, yeah, get, like you get material by like living life and having experiences when you're stuck yeah. inside all day. There's nothing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I personally, I have such like a deep well of life experience and background I can draw from. <laughs> that. Um, so I'm not struggling with either of these <laughs> uh, jokes aside. No, Whitmer, you're one thousand percent right. When writing stand up right now, especially in the middle of fucking like crisis of the world, yeah, you really do feel like is this gonna even matter eventually? Like, yeah, it, it just seems so frivolous. Back, we're not gonna be back on stage in guaranteed under a month. Yeah, like, guaranteed. 
Like best case scenario is like the middle of May, and I just don't think that that's going to happen. I think no, we're looking. Even, yeah. I I think we're looking at June as a possibility. Really? At the earliest at this point, yeah. In terms of when the shit reopens, and like I mean, people I, are going to want to be in crowds, are they? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It just really depends on. I don't know. It really. I don't know. It's yeah, a weird but, time. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I keep yawning. I think it's the Corona guys. That's why wit you got. That's why writing non stand up related stuff can be, uh, dare I say, effective, cathartic. Not cathartic. It's over the top, but it can just be effective. Like, you know, sketches or scripts. It just helps you. Yeah, or just a yeah, general, I, like, Let's pitch this sketch idea I have, guys. I have this sketch idea about. Um, uh, you know the, how they have that? It's called poopery. It's like the spray that you spray in the toilet before you poop. Yeah, it's yeah. really for like people who poop at work. They like spray it so their poop doesn't smell and their employees don't smell the poop. My sketch idea is it's a spray that smells like poop, so you can go inside the bathroom and hide in the bathroom and text your friends while you're at work, <laughs> and then you just spray it in case anybody's like, "What's he doing in there? Did he really have to go again?" Yes, I have a condition. Like, oh, yes, he definitely died. Oh, wow, that was a religion bathroom. You can visit. also use this spray on your enemies at work that you don't like. Just when they go into the bathroom, just spray it everywhere. So that yeah. another coworker walks in and is like, Jesus, Janice takes huge shit. <laughs> Somebody needs to get a hold of that. I'm so sold on it. Comedy Central, if you hear that, just you know, reach out to me. I got good ideas. <laughs> that would be a good business, uh, because you know, as an ever present schemer, that's like the twist on their own pitch and that type of spray i mean that fart spray has to exist in real life yeah that is outside the sketch right i mean stink bombs do for sure yeah Yeah, how much experience do you have with the stink bombs i remember this kid in school had one it was like this little glass vessel and uh right as lunch broke and everybody started heading next to the next period uh this kid like walked through the hallway and just dropped it and stomped on it and just ran away. And like the whole fucking school smelled like rotten eggs. <laughs> Damn. And uh, that guy was me. No, um, it was. Uh, <laughs> um, I've never seen it in real life. I thought, like, I, you know what? I think I have. And it was like disappointing. Like someone let it off, let off some stink spray or whatever it was, and um, or stink bomb, and it didn't smell that bad. And I was kind of like, ah, all right, well. That was disappointing. Yeah, it is a bummer. Because you, you, you watch movies or like TV shows and it's like a whoopee cushion is supposed to be the funniest thing ever. And then somebody puts a whoopee <laughs> cushion, somebody says on a whoopee cushion, it's like, eh, it was, it was all right. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the person who sits on it is like, I didn't fart. And then everybody's like, yeah, I mean, they didn't fart. <laughs> so. There's, so many, there's so many things I feel like that were like, the idea of it's so much cooler than when you actually get it. Yeah. Like I thought that was like laser pointers when I was like, I don't know when you guys were like in like eighth grade or seventh grade and like laser pointers were like really big. Do you guys remember that? 
Yeah. It was just my yeah. school. Yeah. Laser pointers were so big and everybody wanted one. And like, there was all these stories about, you know, people were like using them. They're like, they're shining them at airplanes and getting arrested and shit. And they, they were like so Wait, cool. And then you get yeah. one. What a horrible idea. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, what's I got, the prank I, there? The pilot <laughs> crashed and 180 people died. No, bro. It's like he saw you. Dude, he saw you, bro. Well, wait, wait, off that real quick. Bro, off dude, that. he saw you. The pilot saw you, bro. <laughs> bro, he saw you. All right, all right, you're actually right. I'm sold. Let's go do it right now. Dude, off that, there's a prank. I remember my prank, in quotes. College friends or like, would, like, go near a highway and throw, like, water balloons because they were near a highway, so they would chuck them onto oncoming cars, hoping to splat them. But then it's that was what they did on a Friday a forty car pileup. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what is the? So what? A guy fucking crashes, and then now we just have a light, a death on our hands. My friends are doing this. I like. I was like, I'm not spending my Friday night almost killing people <laughs> like yeah no, that's so like 18 year old 20 year old like thinking of like but it's splat oh my god <laughs> oh shit it's crazy like it's a motherfucker's life on the hands but as soon as i got a laser pointer like it was yeah. cool for six minutes and i was like well that's it. <laughs> like, unless you're gonna use it to fuck with airplanes. No, dude. It's kind of like, like the best. It's kind of like the best use for it. You know. Yeah. By the way, you know the terrorists on 9/11. Before they did 9/11, they're oh like, "Oh my god, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this." <laughs> oh my they're god. like, "Holy shit, dude! He has no idea. He has no idea. <laughs> what a fucking idiot, bro! That dude, he's just flying. He's just flying to Seattle. What an idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, uh, dude. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, <laughs> yeah. Seriously though, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them's trying to be the, the yeah. like leader or like the <laughs> the adult in the room. Oh my god. Yeah the uh, the laser pens. Once you got those, it's like how many substitute teachers can you irritate before yeah, exactly. it's like annoyed before you're bored of it. It's like two and then you're like all right even the kids in school are like all right yeah stop it it's annoying yeah 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 i remember having a laser pointer appear like because my my in the neighbor across the street across the way jd pastor snack pastor knack we called him pastor snack and um he shined it would shine it at my like bedroom window and like the amount of like the velocity of anger I felt from like someone else shining a, a laser pointer at my window. <laughs> In retrospect, it's pathetic. If you had a laser pointer on your window tonight, how would that make you feel? If you could know for certain that it was a, yeah. like a certain someone. Yeah. If you're not assuming it's a sniper, uh, at first yeah. you, you just go <laughs> like adult Christian Duran would go like, is that a laser pointer? Somebody's all right. <laughs> Christian, let's say you knew I lived like a uh, next door yeah. and you knew it was me. Yeah. Would you be sitting there going fucking fucking Brett, this motherfucker with a fucking light? No, I wouldn't sell it. I would just be like, it would annoy him more if I don't acknowledge it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But eighth grade Brett was like fucking fuming, flipping on the light, <laughs> going outside to look for him. Like, 
Hey, dude, don't fucking shine that shit in my eyes, man. I'll blind you. That's fucking serious, man. Don't fucking do that. I love that. That was the always the argument. If you shine in somebody's eyes, it could blind them. And that was like the, hey, dude, fucking don't fuck around, man. Stop. You'll get yeah. punched. Somebody punches could you in the shit. blind show. someone? I it's hurt. A- I don't know. I That was always the, the thing that teachers would say to make you stop doing it. But yeah. I don't know. And then, like, somebody from the laser pointer company, our Noah can't blind you. It's yeah, just but they also light. told us not to run with scissors. And, like, I can't name a single scissor-related death. <laughs> and let's just see. Scissor-related deaths. Yeah. Is this a bad tangent? No, you're just going to get a lot of, like... <laughs> All right. There Les- were... Lesbian Okay, sex, it turns weirdness. out there were... Oh, God damn it, Christian, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not. That's not. Uh, wow, it's actually more than I thought. Fifty-five thousand people a year. Yeah, Holy but that's shit. like stabbing with scissors. That's not like. Are no, you, I'm fucking with you. It's ten fatalities a year. <laughs> running with scissors, <laughs> according to OSHA. I thought okay. you were gonna be like, it's as it turns out in the last two months, scissors have killed more people than Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out two people get infected with the scissor stabbies and they also <laughs> want to stab someone. That's got to be a weird job. The person who has to like collect the data of like the deaths, you know what I mean? Like, all right. So, a doc- so I'm assuming that like when somebody dies of running with scissors or just any random freak accident, like, uh, yeah. you know, they have to register it. And then right. that, where does that data go? Who compiles that data? And it's just like some yeah. guy in like, Idaho or something in a very shitty cubicle. It's compiling all that data. It's like super yeah. boring. People that, that are already dead. It's like, yep, 10, 10 people died of uh, scissors. Like if somebody just puts a paper on Hank's desk. <laughs> oh, got, got a new one for you. Oh, scissors. Running with scissors. Wow, that's a new one. <laughs> yeah, how many times the a day does that guy go, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you choked on a whole lemon? What would you even put in your mouth? Fucking idiot. He died from a vending machine, but it not falling on him? What? How did he... One of the coils? How? I bet, like, journalists talk to him, like, once a year. Like, a journalist needs data for a story, like, once a year. And then they... They're like, hey, I'm just reaching out from the New York Times to get something. And he just talks a lot because nobody talks to him. <laughs> well, if you want to know, I got a lot of information for you. Do you want to hear about stapler deaths? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I got uh, so much information. That he's that neighbor with nothing really going on. Yeah. So they're willing to have 15 minute combos in the stairwell. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I Christians. got some books about that. I can give them all to you. <laughs> I'm not reading. Oh, them. <laughs> like, uh. Dude, that is Christian's hell on earth. That's if Christian, <laughs> if, if there's a hell for Christian, like let's say there's a heaven and hell, Christian's hell is him permanently being in a stairwell, having a neighbor he has no interest in, <laughs> chatting his ear off about stuff. And there's no way for Christian to get out of the conversation. Yeah. I'm like, my neck is like leaning up, like half my body is up the stairs. <laughs> Like trying to indicate, trying to give every visual cue, yeah. And then every time Christian almost has an out, it turns out not to be an out. Like Natasha joins him in the stairwell, and then she (laughs) just really starts enjoying the conversation. Yeah. 
this this whole cover this whole quarantine thing though it's funny because i left my uh i went outside a few days ago and i have a neighbor who's like two doors down and uh every now and then i see her outside like at night when i walk by this and she's smoking cigarettes and the most we've ever done is like nodded to each other to just acknowledge our existence the other day i walked outside and like she saw me and she just goes oh hey what's what's up how's it going yeah, and I was just like, "You're like, uh, uh, I'm okay. How are you?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm fine." You know, this, this, and she started talking to me like this, having this guy. And you could tell it was just like, I just need a person right now to yeah. talk to. Yeah, and did you give her that, or did you say "fuck you"? I said, "Bitch, don't you talk to me." <laughs> my name yeah. is Christian. My name is Christian Durant. I don't do small talk. <laughs> yeah, I, like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I do want to start a podcast with Christian called Small Talk and just 10 minutes every week. <laughs> yeah. There's no chatting about anything. There's five topics. Yeah. The, the weather. best thing you want to do, Brett, is like you host it and Christian's on it and then you have a mystery third guest every time. But yeah. it's not like a comedian. It's just like your mailman. <laughs> like yeah. Just someone who, <laughs> who Christian just feels like, oh, hey, so, okay, so, all right, you're a mailman. So, okay, the weather. Weather you know, today was nice, huh? For delivering yeah. mail. And occasionally I just routes. start the podcast, then leave the room. So yeah. it's just Christian uh, and that guess. I'm like, uh, so you like New York? <laughs> <laughs> what part of New York do you live in? Cool. Oh, so you get a lot of mail? <laughs> What's that about? Wait, I have a question for you. Do you feel like in this quarantine, I guess Christian supplies decent since you both have dogs. Do you feel like in this like quarantine, even dogs are getting bored of walks? No. Like, no. Your dog's like, dude, this, uh, this quarantine is like Disneyland for dogs. They are yeah. so fucking. Beavis is just nonstop attention, nonstop love. Like, we take him on long walks. He's like, this is the best time of his life right now. Yeah, Louis, uh, Louis going crazy. Anytime he goes out for a walk, it's like a fucking miracle. Like he's so happy to go out. Like he run, darts out of the door before I can let him out. Even like he's just like he smells everything, and like it's kind of annoying actually. You know what's the thing? This is the thing about dogs, and it's it literally like it's it sounds so it sounds kind of fucked up when you explain it like this because it's like something has something is so has so much like codependency on you that makes you feel good sometimes because they need you. Like here's an example. Yesterday I had to run an errand and I left the apartment and Sarah was working. So and Beavis just sat in front of the door, staring at the door, waiting for me. Yeah. Like when I let, and I'm just like, there's something. Yeah. She's there because she, she took pictures. Oh, Sarah was there. Sarah was still there. And as soon as I left, he cried and sat in front of the door and just stared at the door until I came home. Oh, and it's just like, there's something about that where it's like really sad. One that like, that makes me feel good, (laughs) but it's like, it's, uh, it's just like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's my mom is the same way. And that we used to have a dog, Stella that like, only would like let my mom walk her if you were on a group walk and my mom went ahead and you were holding Stella, she would like be like, Yo, this isn't okay. Like, <laughs> or if my mom stopped and then you kept walking, she would eventually stop and like be like, Nope, 
I need – she can't be farther than 20 feet away. Yeah. And for some reason, that's so endearing for a dog. But, like, if every time we logged off this podcast, Brett, you just stayed on camera waiting for me to come back and be like, bro, get a life. <laughs> it's like how you, you – yeah, yeah. You're only alive when I'm communicating with you, right? <laughs> Isn't the rest of your life just revolving around interacting with me? I wonder what like, Witch doing right now. He's <laughs> just looking at his phone, hoping I text him. Just, oh, yeah. Oh. Panting really hard. <laughs> I feel oh, bad. Oh, as, oh. I feel bad huh. for being a dog owner sometimes. Like I just think of like, uh, like if we did to, like if uh, somebody did to me what I do to Louie, like every day. You know what I mean? Like, well, like stick just, his face in his shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make a uh, make a meat. If somebody made me peanut butter off their balls. <laughs> no, but what, what actually, though? No, like, just like, you know, just like literally like taking him away from his mom <laughs> and just like raising him and like <laughs> giving him little scraps of meat when it, whenever he does tricks. You know what I mean? It's like horrible. It's really horrible when I think about it. Like it makes me feel bad. Dude, it's like, especially with like, I don't know about the, what a miniature schnauzer, right? Yeah. I don't know if their species is as tortured as French bulldogs are, but yeah. literally like French bulldogs, like literally every one of them is artificially inseminated because they can't have sex. Oh. So like, so like that's, like, that's like literally every single French, like you have French bulldogs only because some woman took the cum of one of it and put it inside of another one. like <laughs> With her hand? With her hand. And just, like, patted it Jammed in. Jammed like, in with her just, thumb? Just yeah. Just, it. like, get it in. <laughs> and then kept inserting and reinserting, but just to really simulate the... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it makes oh, me... Man. All that stuff makes me feel bad. It makes me feel like uh, that dude from Game of Thrones and, like, Louis Reek. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like even changing his name is like, so fucking awful. That's true. When we bought when we bought Beavis, his name was Goofy. Yeah, and I was like, "What kind of hack name is Goofy?" That's so fucking hack. I was like, "His his name's Beavis now," and sure enough, his name's Beavis now. Yeah, I like that you were hard on it, not because it just isn't a name you wanted, but you had to make sure it was hack, like it yeah. wasn't original but, enough. It's like don't name your dog Spot. Or Fido, like yeah. be a, like have some sort of like, but the thing is when you're making dogs just to sell them though, who gives? I guess who gives a shit? I know. I would just name oh. every dog the same. <laughs> well, I feel like at a kennel, you go to a kennel and you're like, what are their names? And they're just like, yeah, they just they're uh, the easy names. There's like Lucy, yeah, Karen, Mike, Steve. Like they just name them human names, <laughs> yeah, that they use every litter. That's uh, Steve. You name the dog Steve. The name is on like the side of the kennel, and they're just like, nah, we just put the new dog in the kennel. We just keep the same name. We're not gonna put a new name tag on it. Yeah, but they're all dogs. Are I mean, yeah, it is a literally a slave. Like it is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's subhuman. It's okay to say that it yeah. is subhuman. But at the same dogs time, though, like. I know French bulldogs were basically like invented by humans, but if they weren't like that dog, like my dog would couldn't exist in nature on its own. Like, oh, dude! My no. dog, with, without me, my dog is like completely done. Yes, yeah. So that is true. That at this point, those dogs literally are. There's a reason they're. Um, completely dependent on you it's because they're completely dependent, <laughs> dependent on you <laughs> yeah like yeah you're right if, if you let your dog out 
it, really any modern dog, how long would they really be able to fend for themselves? No, dude, my dog would last 10 minutes tops. I think my dog would just like find anybody else and then just have a good life. <laughs> I, I truly think truly think that about Beavis sometimes that it, he doesn't care like that much about us. Like he'll just yeah. he's fine with another family, easy. But yeah. I think this about dogs. Like I think like yeah, you're right. You are right. Like you do feed him scraps and he has a, effectively the same meal every day and you know, he can only be let outside when you allow him to and uh but also like Dogs are so lucky that we chose them or that they chose us. I don't know if they cozy it up to us first or we cozy it up to them. Because could you imagine if like they had chosen a different species to be the one they look up to and idolize? Like if they had just fucking chosen ostriches as like the animal they followed or some shit. Like they got lucky because we give them a ticket to an easy life, a warm warmth constantly. Yeah. How weird would it be if every ostrich had a dog? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you're watching like planet earth and like the ostrich with its it miniature schnauzer louie <laughs> they breed them too <laughs> the ostrich with the new breed the labradoodle uh, <laughs> but yeah so you know you're it's your slave dog is lucky <laughs> to have but like, dude, also it's a slave <laughs> shit like I, I went through to, with Beavis that we went through with Beavis like there was a time I'm not even exaggerating he went through a two month period of time where he exclusively only had diarrhea <laughs> you know how hard it is to walk your dog on the street when it just diarrhea is all over the <laughs> sidewalk and then you have a fucking plastic bag and you're like yeah. what the fuck am I supposed to do like you just like I don't know how many times I just walked away and pretending it never happened. <laughs> I'm like, I I can't scoop this into a bag. There's just not a practical way to do this. <laughs> all these pro- problems with his diet and his, and his he was sick. He had to put him in the hospital. Uh, like all these things. So like we've taken care of this little bitch too. So that's that is the one way that they are not slaves is that we pick yeah. their poop up. So yeah, you're you know. And I guess you do incur serious expenses to keep them alive, even though they are not naturally occurring in the wild, even a little bit. Yeah, we have a joke in our house where the life expectancy of like a French bulldog is like nine or ten years old. And Beavis is three, so we're always like, oh, Beavis is three, so he has another four months left until he reaches his... <laughs> oh my god. Because, <laughs> like, you know how many times, like, I've walked Beavis down the street in Brooklyn and, like, we'll see a person they'll be like, oh, it's a French bulldog. I, oh my god, I love... I used to have a French G. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to hear this. He, he had eye cancer and died. <laughs> like, every oh, single one, one of them is like, oh, I had... I had a Frenchie. He had PTSD. He came home from Iraq. He killed himself. Like everyone is like, <laughs> like okay, dude. I get it. All right. Let me enjoy my me and my dog's precious time. <laughs> oh my god. Oh dear. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> the way his French bulldogs kill themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's a real problem. It's interesting it's all a lot to of think. Shit. You, you accidentally bring up an interesting thought in that do dogs... Well, they absolutely do. But do war dogs have PTSD? Like... <laughs> We obviously hear about broken homes and like, you know, people who mistreat their dogs and obviously it scars them. But like you never hear about, you know, a German shepherd trying to fucking drown itself in the bathtub with a toaster or something. (laughs) Not that they could figure that out, but like you don't ever hear of doggy suicide, doggy suicide or more broadly animal suicide. Don't dogs get depressed? They have to. I mean, we also chop their balls off. I know. That's another thing. That's so fucking Game of Thrones reek. You know what I mean? That's the thing that made me think about it. Where it's like, although in a couple months, I'm going to have to cut off this fucking guy's balls. And he's just not going to know why. And don't you know about having circumcised him too? You know what the craziest part about it, Christian, is, is that when we got Beavis fixed, I was like, thank God. Like, I was happy. <laughs> I yeah. Was good. <laughs> yeah. Because he was such a monster. Like, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't like hump other dogs. Or, I mean, he just like uh, jumps in their face and like smells their butt and like wants to play. He doesn't try to fuck anything except Natasha's leg. But mm. that's about it. I mean, but uh, I don't know. He doesn't have a lot of contact with other dogs yet. But I'm like, I, I feel bad. I want to put him in like doggy daycare or something. Cause like, I don't know. It makes me feel bad that he's just sitting around. Even though he's like so full of goddamn energy. He's like a, he's, I don't know. He's like a little spider monkey. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, he's a good little slave. <laughs> uh, right now it's so funny because I want to get a slave so bad, but I know I can't afford one. <laughs> Should if we you just go the rest of the episode cold yeah, dogs? Dog slaves. <laughs> God, out of context, that really sounds bad. But that's a I comedy know. podcast, everybody. Yeah, I would love a slave, but I just can't afford it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get that's my nuts. slave neutered. <laughs> <laughs> I need him to be pr- productive. That I want to think of. Do I want his mind drifting, his, his eyes wandering. <laughs> <laughs> you stay focused. <laughs> I mean, uh, whenever we go to bed, we put our slave in his crate at night, and then. <laughs> do you give your slave a heartworm pill, or do you have to like? Well, they get slaves get fleas, so you don't want. <laughs> Because they're animals. <laughs> uh, the ODR podcast has officially jumped the ODR uh, shark. <laughs> We've gone from ODR to just canceled. Like <laughs> it made me. It does make me laugh in the quarantine that everyone in week one was like quarantine episode, and it's like yeah. that's not how a quarantine works. You fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be twelve of them. Man. Yeah, I stopped calling it the Quarantine Chronicles. It's now it's just it's just life. It's the it's next episode. I think uh, we're gonna have quarantine end and then have to go back to quarantine. And yeah. so I think In the, the quarantine is now life. And when we have our random splotch of life again, that'll be that like a celebration. Is that's like the special episode? Yeah. 
Yeah, I hear you. Uh, should we talk about Louie? <clears throat> oh, yeah. CK? Did you, yeah. did you guys uh, see the special? I have not seen it. Oh, wow, really? It's so weird. I, I it's just been I've downloaded it and just been sitting there. I just haven't I I didn't uh I immediately downloaded it, but I just didn't immediately watch it. Brett, did you see it? Yeah, I watched it. I thought it was uh I mean, as a special, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it was I, good. I will say this, and this is I don't know, is arrogant, but I remember now that I honestly have filmed an hour of stand up I also kind of look at how something's shot, and this is going to sound tacky, but I believe it. This is separate from comedy. Louis just shoots the way they're shot. They're always shot perfectly because it's not, it's the, there's minimal cutting. And that's one of my biggest critiques of stand up specials is they're cutty, they're very edited. And I don't yeah. like, they want to show that because so often they're shot by a filmmaker who wants to show off that they're a filmmaker and they got all yeah. this gadgetry yeah. and wizardry. And you're like, I just want to watch the jokes, and the jokes are interesting enough. I don't need a fucking crane dolly zoom yeah. of like, and, and it's a small thing, but Louis shoots it that way. They're very simple and. That's how stand-up should be shot. But now we can talk about the comedy now that I got that random ramble out of the way. What we'll, do you have think? To, we'll have to save it for when Christian sees it and talk more about that end of it. But I, what I kind of wanted to talk about was like the way how some people covered it. Like, Did you see the AV Club? They yeah. said like Louis no, C.K. The headline was like Louis C.K. unleashes a comedy set special on unsuspecting world. Like they just make it so dramatic. It's like, dude, the guy put out a special on his own website. Oh, he only emailed his subscribers about it, and he charged money for it. Like, if you like, there was no universe where he unleashed it on unsuspecting people. Like, quit with your fucking narrative, dude. Like, it's so embarrassing how fucking <laughs> bias and shitty the media has become. It's, yeah, it's it's like to the point where it's like pure propaganda. There's no there's no fucking magic in it anymore. It's just and in in terms of like the way they cover at least. Um, I guess culture, I guess I'll say, is a complete embarrassment and it sucks. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right that it's – you are absolutely right in that he only put it on his website and you have to – there's also a paywall. So you have so far opted in. Yeah. Or it's not even – or you or you sought out a legal stream. And if you're one of those people who sought out an illegal stream because you didn't want to support him – I can understand that for seeking out. I mean, I can understand seeking out an illegal stream for literally everything. <laughs> but um, just for the record, as I have watched so much entertainment free of charge. Yeah. And I have no leg to stand on that. But, I mean, you are right. Like, they immediately frame it like it's, uh, you know, and, and to email the fans. Yeah. And not to have the hacky grandpa point. But I am the hacky grandpa. Um, is that uh, like considering the fact that everybody's literally like stuck home in quarantine, like that, or even if you have a shitty take on him, the article should just be Louis C.K. releases special. And I'm not going to comment on it because there's way more, much bigger things going on. That's, That's what, what is. To funny. Spread, so, 
Yeah, yeah there was so so there was so many annoying things like that where like you just go on Twitter and like look and granted this is my fault because I was kind of seeking it out because I was expecting there to be some annoying backlash. Right. So I admittedly was kind of seeking it out, but people on Twitter were basically like they said things like, "Oh, Louis C.K. is taking advantage of a pandemic to release his special." I'm like. So he shot it before this all happened, and he edited it. But now he, now it's his duty and obligation as a human being to wait for this to be over before posting it on his website. Like who fight? Like what? What universe do these people live in? And the other thing that I can't just how they're like on on unsuspecting people. Like what is he supposed to like? It's he didn't like. He just put an out like anytime you put an album out or you put a movie. I mean. It's just like you put it out on a day. Like, what yeah. do you, why does, so if he announced it a week ahead of time, hey guys, next Thursday, I'm putting out a special, it would have been okay because you gave people warning. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, I, I mean, you are right way in that. I, I do try and not do it, but like, uh, you know, not. I always try and avoid getting outraged about the outrage because then you're also outraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so, right. um, so I always try and like. It's almost just like they, you, We gotta just like let by. Everyone needs to let bygones a little bit be bygones, regardless yeah. of what your thing is. Yeah. And I know people who, with regard to Louis, he did. Um, you know, not the best conduct, but it also, I don't think, I just don't like that people associate your inherent morality with your stance on, yeah. and it's not even a stance. I'm right. not like, I'm taking a stance, like just a belief or, and it's yeah. not even like a core belief. Like yeah. I would defend like Louie to the death. It's like, I, it's just a little bit like, no, I think someone has a right to continue attempting to be a practitioner of uh, craft or a or a job. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, it, like the way people, that's what annoyed me so much about it is because you knew when the special released that people were just like, like trumping up charges basically they're just like looking for a way to criticize this so they started with like the pandemic oh he's releasing it during a pandemic and then the next thing was like everybody was so unsuspecting when he just unleashed it on unsuspecting people like they're just like they're just looking for things to be upset about he should hack into the uh, weather <laughs> advisory that the government has to text yeah. everybody and just hack in and have the government send a link to the special. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine getting a phone or learn on your phone? <laughs> or he like teams up with I, uh, Apple like you two and just puts yeah. it on everybody's phone. <laughs> hey, gave me a free gift. Um, my only problem, the only take I, I really hate, if you don't if you don't want to watch it or if you, I mean, the thing about the unsuspecting was just, it was just the the easiest joke to make, so everybody just made it. And uh, yeah, yeah. the one the one take I don't like is like whenever he does anything and people like go to see him or, you know, buy his stuff or whatever, people are like, if you bought his stuff, you're a fucking, you're a criminal, <laughs> like you're an accomplice. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you're complicit, or like you're you're, complicit. you're supporting him. Like someone said, no, not that even if you you're supporting him. him you're the supporting. Only way like I support harassment. Yeah, Louis is by also masturbating in front of people who don't want it. <laughs> That's the only way I support Louis. 
Christian was taking a sip during that. It was barely funnier than it got. <laughs> Guys, that was two percent. I had to. I had to take a sip to uh, kidding, cover up my fake laugh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm making fun of myself. Um, I think I talked over you for a shitty joke. What was it? I'm sorry. Oh man, what's up, me? What is that? I talked over one of you, I think, for that. Oh no, I'm just complaining about. <laughs> I'm just complaining about people. And, and you're right. Like people like need to let bygones be bygones in a certain degree. And and I mean, it, like I was guilty for. And by the way, if we weren't inside during a pandemic, I wouldn't be cruising Twitter looking for stuff to hate. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that listen, might not be true. <laughs> I, I I don't need that because I could just go to the AV Club for and read their snarky articles. Yeah, but, but wait. You knew you were going to be able to get annoyed because you knew that they were going to be predictably, just predictably condemning it, no matter what it ended up being. Well, to me, it's like it's it to me. What annoys me so much is like a, a, a publication like the AV Club has this like this reputation for being like um like tastemakers, but also kind of like pretentious and also kind of like the artsy crowd who knows more than you. And like, we like the cool stuff and that's what we do. And they used to fucking blow Louie like with all of his stuff. Like anytime Louie came out with something, they were the first ones going like, this was the best thing ever. And then now they're like, literally almost like they're trying to like make up for supporting him or something. They're going so far the other way that like, in it's it's like Kurt Metzger said it best when he when they talked about like that New York he's like the New York Times is like a fat girl's diary and like so <laughs> much of the news has turned into that where it's literally like oh my god guess what happened today Louis put out a special that's right and like that's what <laughs> like all of it is it's so embarrassing and you just would think that there would be in a field like that a little bit more intellect and a little bit more like hey listen let's be a little honest about it like yeah he did this and we didn't like that but he put out a special like you can just report it as if it's news without having to have your slant in it like yeah the editorializing of a lot of news is, is it's a weird interesting thing because it does get classified as news but um the fact that there's so much bias and opinion in it, it's like, is this really news? It's it's not really. This is like a guy's take. And uh, I don't know. It feels like there should be a difference between news and takes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I do think that the people who are, you know, I, 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 I the people who are annoyed at Louis, I think, are at their quietest right now because there's real shit going on yeah so it's like if you know it's almost like i remember seeing like a friend share a link on this is like a couple just on social media of like yo we gotta legalize it now and you're like well isn't there a bigger fucking thing to worry about than that right now? Like, (laughs) you're like a person in a building that's on fire being like, we need better zoning. (laughs) The building's on fire. Free Mumia. (laughs) Yeah. You gotta put a fucking fire. Bro, like, Mumia Abu Jamal is in quarantine right now, like everybody else. (laughs) You can cool it 
that. No offense. And that's like some people are a little bit like, we got to free Joe Exotic. And you're like, first off, that guy is yeah. not a good person. Second off, he did commit crimes. Third off, isn't that it amazing? Is the thing you want to pick Turn, up on Joe Exotic? Isn't it, isn't it amazing how like America can fall in love with deeply flawed people like Joe Exotic and even like characters and shows that are really big, like Walter White. And like, you see these like anti-hero type characters who are like really to the bones of them, really bad people, but everybody gets obsessed with them. Joe Exotic's the best example because he's actually a real person. But then someone like Louie is like a monster. It's like who objectively yeah. is a worse person, Joe well, Exotic or Louis C.K.? Well, you know, like, it's crazy crazy it's like all these guys do we fall in love with them and then it's almost like clockwork it's like somebody grabs the nation's attention and then like everybody loves them and then like racist remarks come out and it's like all right like i'm reading this right now joe exotic is a racist on march 31st terry jane paul found a video on uh joe exotic's youtube page in the video Page uses the N-word. Chaplin confirmed she and Good witnessed uh, him using racist language during the filming of Tiger King. She didn't qualify his behavior with any but. Joe is a racist, Chaplin said. I would say categorically. He said things when we were filming that we that were very unsettling. Well, and they, let's they put said it this they way. cut out his racism from the show. Well, let's put it this way. I watched that show for four minutes because Beavis lost his shit on this TV. Like he literally, I'm not allowed to watch the show because of yeah, my dog. Right. And in the first four minutes I saw him, I was like, Oh yeah, this guy said the N word. That's like, <laughs> duh, duh. <Yeah. laughs> but also that's not news either. Like, I, I mean, I gets the content farm, right? It's like Joe exotic is the most talked about, person in america in the last two weeks three weeks yeah so they're like the news is that he's also racist and even though he's 55 from oklahoma and you know that's stereotyping by me but it's like what said you watch 10 minutes of the show you're and like, you hear the way he I mean, talks about other stuff it wouldn't surprise you yeah it's like the uh, guy is the guy does meth he holds wild animals in captivity and like you think that those are normal character traits of an upstanding you know citizen yeah i know um by the way just last thing on the louis special he is remains very good at doing comedy yeah I was really impressed with a lot of the jokes. I almost, you know, it's like I don't want to spoil them for Christian. And also, I don't want our podcast to just be repeating jokes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's okay to repeat some of them. Uh, um, I just want to ask, was uh, was it a lot of, um, was it mostly stuff that was from that leaked stuff or was it pretty different There's some of it yeah so 30, 25 30% is probably that leak set wow. it's versions of those bits but you know maybe a little more cleaned up or just you know you know it's funny i thought better. like i thought a couple of the jokes from the leak thing were actually better in that version than this version but uh despite what is this, like i thought the joke about the um, the christian remember the joke that he did about the 
the the switch bodies, the mother and son yeah. switch. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that joke was funnier in the leaked version. I also think he had one line in the in the he you know the retarded bit about the yeah. word retarded. He did that too, which okay. there was some different parts of it, but there was one joke in the retarded special. Uh, and the retarded, uh, the uh, retarded did, special. Yeah, the retarded <laughs> yeah. that I thought was actually better than uh, in the in the leak. But um, that's not to say anything bad about the special because the special was great. But yeah, yeah. And I just found a new name for what I'm calling my special. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Weezer album, <laughs> the retarded special. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to bring this up. If you guys, uh, my uh, so one of my closest friends from life, he's a uh, name's Andrew. We he's my neighbor next door in Kansas. And anyway, it's kind of been interesting because we've developed in a different way. Where I've moved to New York and probably become a more liberal, progressive guy, and he's a police officer in Can- officer in Kansas City. Uh, and he's like racist. Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, it's actually great because we have very like are able to very respectfully disagree on stuff, but then also find common ground about some of our frustrations with like annoying ass liberals. And he gets annoyed with certain conservatives, too. But uh, anyway, he just texted me in the quarantine. And this is why I contend it's have it's great to have a conservative friend. He texted me yesterday. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Uh, if you need an armed escort out of the state, just let me know. I'm pretty bored. And <laughs> he 100% means that. He I'm lives. Sure. He would. He actually would drive to New York if he he didn't. I updated him. I'm in Maine, but he would drive to New York with his truck and some guns, and he would pick me up in my apartment, and we would convoy out of there. It would make me feel like an important <laughs> senator. Like I would feel like, oh my god, like I'm like a person of interest. But really, I'm just you know we're each other's best friends. Or, <laughs> but, but that's why it's good to have friends who are conservative, man. You motherfucker would. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely need you need at least one friend with a gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's a great that's a great point. You need one close friend with a gun. And let me tell you, this guy has an armory. <laughs> <laughs> In an apocalypse, we each could have eleven guns. Yeah, that's funny. It's funny because I think about times like this too, with like my dad and stuff, and like all the doomsday prepping and stuff. Like the whole the funniest thing is like during like. The whole like conspiracy behind, excuse me, I keep going. Sorry, um, like the, like the mindset behind a doomsday prepper, like preparing for a pandemic, it's basically like, as soon as the pandemic hits, people are gonna panic and they're gonna flood the streets and they're gonna raid. It's like we were a month in the quarantine and, yeah. and it's fucking <laughs> fine. fine, dude. Like, there's no everybody is just being respectful. Everybody's at home. You know, or, you know, we can go to the store. There's still food in the stores. People are still showing up to their jobs as cashiers. You know, like this yeah. whole idea <laughs> that society so is going to fall apart, starts to collapse is so stupid. And it's like people always inevitably come together in times like this when there's like a common um, ailment or like enemy or type thing. Like well, after 9-11, it's like these the, the sense of community and the sense of like like at 7 p.m. at night, people are just applauding out of their windows yeah. for 
people at for hot like it's like the whole idea is so it just pisses me off so much well, that well I, here's where our society could get fucked up is if a ton of people in the medical world die and we lose all of that human capital yeah uh because those are people that are incredibly difficult to train and have undergone perhaps most specifically doctors but also nurses like if if uh, that the drain on society of like a lot of like medical people dying would be very real obviously collapses you know that stuff you are right that's a bit extreme we're not gonna but like we could get fucked like by this shit. Like some of the alarmistness is not alarmist. It's well, there's that, an alarm. That, well, that in particular is a real concern. I'm talking more about the the general mindset of I see what how you're saying. hysteria always takes over in times like this. And I and it's just like I just couldn't disagree more. I mean, you see it every day, like people managing to figure out life even in a pandemic, like. Yeah, I mean, put it this way, Wade. I watched Doomsday Preppers like you know months, years ago, and I actually rewatched. And before I would the quarantine, I would watch Doomsday Preppers, and I'd always be like, "These guys are fucking out of their mind." But I also watched it yesterday, and I was still like, "This dude's out of his fucking mind." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah it's you know, optimistic take. Like, That's they're still out of their mind. This yeah. Is, yeah, I, I, I kind of have that theory or that feeling just because like when this kind of shit happens, like even like the blackout of New York of like 2003, like people were like um, the traffic lights went out. So like citizens were helping like direct traffic just because. Yeah. And so like, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like people are ultimately good. The, the problem becomes and I've said this before is like when resources become scarce, like if. Yeah, the, the thing that's holding everything together is that you can still go to the grocery store. But like, I think if, you know, if your lights didn't come on or the, if something was wrong with the water, I think people would be really freaking out and um, going crazy. But like like, browser shut down or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Browser shut down. Dude, if WWE didn't hold SmackDown, then society, I can't believe I didn't talk about WrestleMania this whole podcast, and I'm not going to do it. So annoyed. <laughs> um, so, so I just heard that Gronk won. Gronk like won, won the WrestleMania. Uh, Can he a, win WrestleMania? No, there's a 24 seven title. There's a belt called the 24 seven championship and it can oh, yeah. be defended anytime, anywhere at 24 seven. So you, all you have to do is just pin the champion anywhere. As long as there's a referee to count it and you win. So basically some ESPN guy won it. Some Fox news guy won it. It's basically just like the stupid fun title um, for like publicity. So basically, yeah. like if you so go, it's right, like it's it's fake, unlike their other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a bullshit title. <laughs> <laughs> you called it this stupid fun title. I was like, uh. <laughs> that part's fake. But the other, <laughs> but the other shit. I mean, this is re- you got to see this yeah. thing. But there's actually like two two big things that are on the WrestleMania this year. It's obviously an empty arena WrestleMania, and so. One of the things is they they filmed everything beforehand. So there's a bunch of matches in a ring or whatever, but there's two big segments that everybody's talking about, which were like pre like film. So an Undertaker match, which is like a 20 minute horror movie, which is actually like very well done. 
And then there was a thing called the Firefly Funhouse with John Cena, who was in like, basically he did like the last 20 minutes of a Freddy Krueger movie where you go into Freddy Krueger's like world, dream world and have to fight Freddy Krueger. And it's like really fucking weird. So that he, he fought that mask guy. What was that guy's name? Bray Wyatt. Mm. And he lost. I guess. Yeah. There was no yeah. rules to this match. He just. Don't spoil John, it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil I, it. <laughs> sorry. I already did for anybody who's. No, interested. but what happened? You can absolutely. John Cena disappeared. At, John Cena disappeared at the end. It, like if you, if you know wrestling, watch it, it would make sense. and would be like interesting to you. I would wonder. I would like to see, get your takes on it. If you guys could see it though, it'll probably be on uh SmackDown on Friday night. If you guys are not too busy. If there is a YouTube so, clip, I'll absolutely watch that. Yes. So wait, so at the end of the match, John Cena disappeared? He literally disappeared. Like video effects, after effects disappeared from the screen. It's funny that they decided Hours that- later, his Me Too accusation came out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that like they only have the balls to do that when there's no live audience of people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you do- magic tricks when there's no people around you can't like do you do you think it's fair and or true that like you can't get in trouble like if you're conservative really like you can't really meet to a wrestler that's like a pretty uh you eh, i don't know it's a publicly traded company bill o'reilly got taken down yeah yeah you're right yeah if you work for a big enough company but that like, these. I I know what you're saying, I know what you're saying. If you're yeah, too well, big, you yeah. can. Yeah, Louis' thing is probably like the people who like gave him so much stock are now eager to attack at any moment because they had given him so much stock, and perhaps they yeah. also like they you know they feel betrayed. That whole thing. Yeah. Where words yeah. and actions don't match up. Yeah. But um, I think it's a good enough place to end this on the fakery of WrestleMania, which I'll get Yo. back into next week. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, so, guys, right. I released my cooking show this week. So yes. if, if oh you want to watch it, go on YouTube, search Hungry Wit, uh, or go on Instagram. Um, I'm going to put up the next episode this Friday. And uh, we're here, guys. We're doing it. So I love all of you. Thanks for listening. Brett, right. you want to say anything? Yeah, I'm going to release my hour stand-up special sometime next week or the next next week. Hell yeah. I was actually actually going to make a trailer for it, and on the trailer for the release date, I was going to say sometime next week. We're all in quarantine. Time really <laughs> yeah, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> it's like, you know, you're not going to be like, oh, April 5th or whatever. You're, it's just at some point. Awesome. Uh, you can find my album King Latifah and Spotify and anywhere you listen to your music. And uh, that's it. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys sticking with us and listening. Have a great week. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. Later, guys. All right. See you guys. Good cast. Good cast.